You see, it's easy to pursue a goal or dream when everything is going great. But the true test of whether or not you'll continue going after your dream or goal is your commitment to it, even when things around you are falling apart and your situation is telling you you're not going to get it done. You're not going to make it. You're not going to accomplish that dream. Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, a show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, Dr. A.C. Cristales. Let's get ready to grow. Thank you so much for joining me on Mission Driven with A.C. Cristales. Now, Dr. A.C. Cristales. Yeah, I finally did it. For those of you who have followed my journey for the last couple of years, you know that I've been working on a doctorate. And I was finally able to earn that doctorate last December of 2022. So I'm definitely going to use the title because it's definitely an honor to have been able to earn that title. Man, it's been a long time since I've released a new podcast. You know, it's actually been since February of 2022, but I'm back and I'm ready to share with you some of my experience that will inspire you in whatever area of life that you find yourself in. So if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for joining in again. If this is your first time, welcome. And my hope is that by the end of this podcast, you would have heard something that encouraged you as you're navigating through life. Now, let's get to it. We're about four and a half months away from 2024, but I actually want to talk about 2022. 2022, what a year that was for me. But before I get into specific things that transpired during 2022, allow me to share with you how I was feeling right before I entered 2022. I had just turned 40 on December 22nd, 2021, and I must say I was on a high, a natural high, because great things happened and were happening to me and for me during that time. I celebrated my 40th birthday in Cihuatanejo, Mexico with a special woman by my side, and we had a wonderful time dancing, eating delicious Mexican food, taking in the scenery of the Pacific Ocean. I'm a beach guy, man. And we simply enjoyed Cihuatanejo. And I chose to go to Cihuatanejo because of one of my favorite movies, The Shawshank Redemption. I chose to go to Cihuatanejo because of one of my favorite movies, The Shawshank Redemption. Real quick, in this movie, Andy Dufresne, the main character, He's charged and sentenced to prison for murders he did not commit. He suffers in prison through years of turmoil, abuse, and uncertainty. But one day, he finally escapes Shawshank Prison. And though he had to crawl through a river of crap and other foul stuff, he came out clean on the other side and went to Cihuatanejo. Andy Dufresne, who crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. Andy Dufresne, headed for the Pacific. Now, I was never locked up in prison, but throughout my years on Earth, I have suffered through turmoil, uncertainty, and to some degree, abuse. So going to Cihuatanejo for my 40th birthday was my Shawshank Redemption moment. And as I was entering my 40s, I did so not with a sense of bitterness because I was getting older. I entered my 40s hopeful that the best was still to come in my life. Being in my 40s for me didn't mean that my life was over or that I was about to hit some midlife crisis. Rather, I looked at it as now, 
now it's my time. See, I, I've gone through enough BS. I've experienced heartache. I know what the sting of abandonment feels like. I'm very familiar with being rejected, but in spite of all those things, I was still hopeful. I still had dreams. I still had goals. So being 40, it was time. Let's go. The best is yet to come. And it did. I went to see Juatanejo again, had a beautiful woman by my side. And when I came back home to Dallas, my brother and family threw a surprise birthday party for me. It was amazing. I was on cloud nine. And I had this feeling that I was on top of the world because of these things. And there was one more important thing that was happening in my life as I entered my 40s. You see, my brother and I were just weeks away from opening a restaurant slash craft beer bar named Cultura. It was a business goal of mine that I had had for years. And finally, it was coming to fruition. And I just knew that this new business endeavor was going to be a launching point for me and my family. It was going to be the foundation from which many more endeavors would be developed and implemented. It was going to be the starting point for our own brewery, for culturas all over the nation, maybe even all over the world. Because, hey, if Howard Schultz could take Starbucks worldwide, why couldn't we? I'm a dreamer. And no great thing has ever happened as a result of thinking small. Great things happen because people think big. They see possibilities where others don't. They find answers where others can't. They do and put forth action when others won't. My 40s were going to be great. But life. There is a Jewish proverb that says, we plan, God laughs. Now, that sounds kind of cruel. A God who is full of grace and loving kindness laughs when we plan. Not only that, but isn't planning a good thing? Planning helps in establishing our goals and objectives. Planning leads us to devote our time and resources adequately. Planning provides structure, yet God laughs when we plan. Why? Now, I'm not here to get into a theological debate, but what I believe is this. God laughs at our plans because what we may desire and want is limited compared to what he has for us and his greater purpose for our lives. And we don't always see that. I did not see that. Like I mentioned earlier, going into 2022, I was on top of the world. But two weeks into January, the special woman who I loved and had spent my milestone of turning 40 with, now wasn't sure about being in a relationship with me. And I was crushed. Crushed because everything in me wanted her to be the one. The way we connected, the great times we experienced, when we were together and the intimate details of our lives that we shared with each other, we had to be meant for each other. But it turned out that was not the case. Regardless, though, I've had my heart broken before. And with time, I knew that I could go on. No longer was I that teenager who used to think that his life was over because someone didn't like or want to be with him. I was wiser now, stronger now. And not only that, I had my business, Cultura, about to open up February of 2022. So for the next couple of weeks, I devoted hours upon hours of my day getting Cultura ready with my brother, with my family. But little did I know that all the hours that I was working were putting a toll not only on me, but also on the people close to me. 
See, no one really knows what entrepreneurship is like unless you're actually in it. From an outsider's point of view, entrepreneurship is glamorous because you get to call your own shots, set your own schedule, and you have no one to answer to. But that's just an outsider's perspective. Because if you've never started a business, then you don't really know what rejection feels like after you put yourself and your business out there with hopes that you'll attract customers or clients. Entrepreneurship is sacrifice and long hours. And the return on the investment in the first weeks, months, and sometimes even years is often minimal. But I knew that. Since 2014, I've had my speaking and consulting company that's had its successful years, but has also had its lean years. In fact, business has been more lean than plentiful. Nevertheless, I persevere because I know that anything worthwhile takes work and anything worthwhile requires an uphill climb. Yet, with the endeavor of opening up a bar and restaurant, I had no idea what it actually took to be successful. I didn't know what it was like to prepare and open up a building establishment. I didn't know how meticulous your place had to be in order for it to be up to building code with the city. I didn't know all the costs that were involved in opening up a service industry place. All this was definitely different from opening up a speaking business. Yet, I had made a decision to enter into this business. And thankfully, I wasn't in it alone. I was in it with my brother. But the reality is that sometimes even the closest people to us don't really know the internal battles we're facing. And if we were raised with the mentality that we handle our stuff, we handle our issues on our own, well, then those battles only get bigger and bigger till they finally explode in a manner that we may not be ready for. And that is what happened to me. The pressure and the stress got to me and the load I was carrying exploded. Simply put, I was not prepared to own and run a successful restaurant and bar. And now I know that my talent alone was never going to get the job done. And the dreams alone that we had for Cultura weren't going to get the job done either. Don't get me wrong, the business had its good moments. In fact, our opening day on 2-22-2022 was great. But just a couple of days later, the exhaustion, the fatigue finally caught up to me. I thought I was strong enough to handle the pressure, the fatigue, the exhaustion, but I wasn't. And so I made decisions that placed me in a position where I found myself in a predicament that I never imagined for myself. This predicament not only frightened me, but it also frightened people who loved me. I was scared. Scared because I didn't know nor could I control what was going to happen as a result of my decisions. And I was also greatly disappointed with myself because my decisions hurt people I love. And I know it saddened them as well. And from that point forward, my 2022, the year that I entered with so much excitement, was now filled with fear. There were times where faith would try to step in and combat the anxiety that I was going through but fear seemed to always get the upper hand. And when you operate a business out of fear, anxiety, and stress, anything that you're responsible for suffers. In this case, my business suffered because the stress impaired my decision-making abilities and judgment. We could have found ways to overcome the challenges that our business was going through, but another negative effect of operating a business filled with stress and fear 
discourages creativity. And it definitely did that to me. As a result, our business was failing. We weren't making any money because every dollar that was coming in was going to pay the bills. In fact, we were paying money out of our own pockets to stay open. It was awful. It sucked. And again, had I been more educated and more prepared on owning a restaurant bar, perhaps it would have gone differently. But I wasn't prepared. I wasn't educated in the manner that I needed to be. And so it didn't go differently. And the mere fact that this dream, which I had, was failing and there was no hope in sight, led me into a deep, deep depression. For weeks, I didn't want to get out of bed. For weeks, I lived in fear of what was going to happen to me, not just financially, but I also feared what the consequences would be of my decisions up to this point. For weeks, I lived in agony and shed tears and wondered why these things had happened to me. And the only reasons why I would get out of bed were because I had to go run and operate the bar and because I had to see my daughter and take care of my responsibilities as a father. But man, were these times tough. Slowly but surely, though, it was in these moments where I was beginning to find myself again. See, as much as people hate failure or failing, I truly believe that it is in those moments of adversity when a person really finds out what they're made of. And yes, I was down, but there was no way I was going to stay down. And yeah, I was denied job opportunities, but there was no way I was going to stay jobless. And yes, the business did not make it. We closed seven months after opening, but there was no way that this failure was going to define the rest of my life. My business failed and everything that came with that, financial loss, opportunities gone, and people laughing and snickering about me being dumb for pursuing a goal, pursuing something that was so out of reach for me. None of that was going to get the best of me. But trust me, If you allow failure in your life to bully and dominate your mindset, you'll give up every time you fail at something. Every time something goes wrong, your gut instinct will be to throw up your hands and defeat, walk away and let things go. And you know, sometimes the right thing to do is to let certain things go. But sometimes it's not. Well, how do we know what we're supposed to let go and what we're supposed to hold on to, AC? By knowing who you are. Aristotle said that knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Knowing yourself means that you take time to reflect and self-examine your thoughts, your emotions, and your behaviors. But sometimes we don't do that. There's just no time, right? Or perhaps things in life are going well, so we feel there's no need to reflect or self-examine. But failure, (laughs) heartache, disappointment, Those moments when you experience those feelings have a tendency to make you think about your thoughts, your emotions, your actions. And that is exactly where I found myself at. In that season of despair and depression, I chose to reflect not only on how I got to where I was at, but I chose to also focus on how I would overcome what I was going through. What needed to change about me? What did I learn about myself? It had to be my choice. Because I tell this to audiences that I speak to all the time. Life is about choices. So in that moment when I was going through hell, I chose to cling to my faith. In that moment when I was losing money left and right, 
I chose to believe that the God who provided for me when I was being raised by a single mom living in a poor neighborhood would not fail to provide for me now. In that moment when my world was crumbling, I chose to believe it was just a season, a tough season for sure, but I would persevere. I always have and I always will. I had to remind myself who I was. I had to be intentional with what I was telling myself because one of the most important conversations that you have on a daily basis are the ones that you have with yourself. I had to be deliberate with what I focused on because what you focus on, you magnify. And if I was to focus on all that was going wrong, I would have never found the strength to believe that there were still good and great things for me. And so I did. I focused on the bright spots. I focused on the good things. And I focused on goals that I still had. In fact, I had a goal that I had been working on for years, earning my doctorate in higher education. But don't get me wrong, during the hellacious 2022, I thought about giving up on it and not even doing it anymore. But that's just not me. I was going to finish my dissertation. So even in the midst of going through what seemed like hell, I told myself, I'm going to finish my dissertation. And as cheesy as this is going to sound, let me tell you what I did. Before I would step into the library to go work on my dissertation, I replayed the following clip several times for one of my favorite shows, Cobra Kai. Everything good? Never better. I know who I am now. Who's that? The guy's gonna win this whole thing. I was the one. I was the one. I know who I am. I was the one. My failures and disappointments could have taken me out, messed up my mindset, made me not want to go after goals anymore. But I allowed it instead to remind me of who I truly am. I'm the one who was going to muster up the courage to continue on a course and finish my doctorate, regardless if the circumstances around me were far from perfect. You see, it's easy to pursue a goal or dream when everything is going great. But the true test of whether or not you'll continue going after your dream or goal is your commitment to it, even when things around you are falling apart and your situation is telling you you're not going to get it done. You're not going to make it. You're not going to accomplish that dream. So I have a question for you. What do you do after you failed at something? Your answer to that question has strong implications on how your life will turn out. Now, allow me to tell you a story. A gentleman who I had never seen before walked into our bar the last day we were open on August 31st, 2022. He sat at the bar where I was working and told me how he had wanted to visit our place for a while, but just never had the chance to. And I told him, it's cool, you know, I'm just glad that he was there that day. So as he sat at the bar, he looked around told me how great the place looked and he saw how busy it was and so he kind of couldn't believe what was going on but hey it was the last day we were open and I'm so thankful that there were people who believed you know in the vision that my brother and I had for the place who came out and supported us even as we were closing but he proceeded to tell me something that you know I'll never forget he told me how it was too bad that Cultura was closing but then he shared with me this, that he too had to close his restaurant for lack of business. Things like that in the restaurant business happen, he said. 
Some make it, some don't. And then he said this, again, something I'll never forget. He said, keep your head up because of what you did here, opening up this restaurant, 90% of the people in here would have never had the courage to do so, but you did. So be happy about that. I immediately smiled when he told me that and I felt encouraged because I believe that was God telling me, AC, I'm not done with you. And yeah, sure, this business endeavor failed, but I'm not the one to allow a failure, this failure, to destroy the rest of my life. Yeah, my plans did not go accordingly, but I'm not the one to soak in my misery and believe that I can't try accomplishing something again. I'm the one who takes risk. I'm the one who makes things happen. I'm the one in the arena. It's not about failing because whenever you're going after something great, the risk of failure will be there. You know what? You may fail. In fact, chances are you will fail at some point, but it's not about failing. It's about the choices you make after you fail. So again, I ask you, what do you do after you failed? Do you give up on your dreams or worse? Do you become cynical and criticize others for going after what you don't have the courage to pursue. I believe Teddy Roosevelt said it best. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Perhaps you're like me. You've tried to go after certain dreams and goals just to fall short. Still, the arena awaits you. Maybe you're on the fence trying to decide whether to start a business, a relationship, or you're trying to decide whether or not you should make a life-altering decision. And you could simply say no, right? And be a spectator. Or you could be the one who decides to step foot in the arena. I know what failing at something can do to your mind, to your spirit, to your soul. And I'm sure you do too. But don't let failure, a failure, steal your dreams or strip away your ambition. Be the one who, regardless of past hurt, disappointments, and failures, still has the courage to pursue their dreams, to pursue love, to pursue their goals, and to pursue business endeavors. Be the one in the arena. That wraps up another episode of Mission Driven with AC Cristales. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode, The One in the Arena. I also hope that you have benefited from the wisdom and the lessons shared and that they have spoken to you in a way that encourages and empowers you on your journey of success. I want to encourage you to keep growing as a person, a leader, 
and whatever other role that is important to you and that you play in life. Remember, failure in a particular endeavor does not have to stop you from pursuing goals and dreams. Thanks again for listening. And a quick reminder to make sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show as well, because it helps spread the word that this podcast is making a difference for those looking for empowerment and inspiration. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you press that follow button. And if you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at AC Cristales. Again, it's at AC Cristales. Remember, your mission is now, so remain mission-driven. And as always, I wish you nothing but faith, hope, love.